I got this sickness after I spent about a month in the cell at Giwa Barracks. My temperature would be high at night. Later, my body began to swell. There wasn't enough water and it was very hot. They kept 200 to 300 people in a cell and there was no ventilation. There were a lot of sick people. Adam has been battling with tuberculosis since late 2015 when he was locked up by the Nigerian army. Last November, he was finally confirmed innocent and released. But the infection has not been treated properly and it prevents him from getting the fresh start he deserves. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. One look at Adam Modu and you can tell something is wrong. His movement is slow and measured. And despite the big size of his kaftan, his stomach bulges as though he is in the late stage of a pregnancy. What is inside is not a baby, but excess fluid that builds up due to abdominal tuberculosis. Someone who has this infection usually experiences pain in the stomach area, loss of weight and appetite, diarrhea, fever, cough, and so on. His ordeal started after the Boko Haram insurgency spread to his community, Kodo, in Banki District, Borno State. Because his father is a ward chief, his family was more vulnerable to attacks. They were worrying us. People were escaping for safety. We also escaped and left for Cameroon. After one day, we were transferred to Banki. They then took us to Bama. At Bama, they selected the old and children and took them to a camp. And they took the rest of us to the Giwa barracks. After five months and five days, they transferred us to the Borono Maximum Security Prison. At this time, the family had lost touch with him and his wife, Falmata, could not even say if he was dead or alive. That was until May 2019, when they got to know he had been admitted at the University of Meiduguri Teaching Hospital. Even though Nigeria's laws require prison authorities to take care of the health of their inmates, Adam and his wife told us that the Borno Maximum Security Custodial Center did very little to ensure Adam's recovery. Whenever the hospital prescribed drugs, it was the family who raised money to buy them. They even made provision to get him food because he wasn't getting enough from the prison despite his condition. After staying at the University of Meduguri Teaching Hospital for many months, they said since I couldn't afford drugs, they disturbed me. There weren't enough drugs. Sometimes we had to contribute money among ourselves to buy medication. Things got worse, and in October 2020, the family had to go extra lengths to get him medication. When we were there, there was no medicine. If they wrote any prescriptions, nobody was buying. One time, they said they did not have money to buy drugs, so we contributed. Adam's brother, who worked in Lagos, sent 40,000 naira, and we raised the total sum of 54,000 naira, which we gave one of the warders 
keeping watch at the hospital. They only bought four injection vials and other medicines and said if his condition changed, they should give him the injection. I think they spent the rest of the money. Now that he is back and has a wife, mother and two-year-old daughter to take care of, Adam is eager to get a source of income. Unfortunately, there is very little he can do in his condition. This is bad news for the family because they no longer receive monthly food allowances. The prices of commodities have gone up and now they have more mouths to feed. We were very happy for we are worried about his sickness. He suffered a lot during his absence and we are still suffering after his arrival. He is sick and we don't have anything. We used the money our mother used to get monthly from the aid organizations, but she has not gotten a credit alert since May last year. We have to go and work in the bush to get what to eat. Adam's condition is more common than we think. Between the beginning of this episode and now, an average of 15 to 20 people would have died of tuberculosis across the world. Adam needs help in order not to end up as part of these gloomy statistics. I feel happy that I was released and thank God for that. I look forward to seeing how life will go. I used to sell women's jewelry. I would like to go back to that business if I can. I want the government and well-meaning individuals to assist me and treat my sickness. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was reported and written by Kunli Adebadrum and edited by Anita Eboibe, produced by Atahiru Jibrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. Voice acting by Aliu Dahiru Aliu and Zara Ahmed Selkida. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asemota. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangle.org and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida. Hamida.